0: The following episode of the 9pm edict contains strong language, adult themes, problems affecting the older lady or gentleman, and a dog.
1: Saturday the 29th of May 2021. The Autumn series continues with a wonderful conversation with cartoonist Cathy Wilcox. You can find her in the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age. Uh, We talk about certain other cartoonists.
0: As soon as you start justifying the negative blowback on your work by saying, ha-ha, that just proves that I'm right, um, that is... (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a dangerous part (laughs) to go
1: down. We talk about privilege and fairness.
0: Couldn't wait to get out of Sydney's leafy North Shore at the end of, um, at the end of uh, study.
1: And we even talk about her time overseas.
0: I have even been known as somewhat of a potty mouth in France.
1: Hello, I'm Stilgerian. This is the 9pm overshared hate mail ant infestation with cartoonist Cathy Wilcox and possibly some gin. Jim. Kathy Wilcox, the Kathy Wilcox, according to your Twitter handle. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy you had time to join us.
0: Thanks, and I would have had even more time to to uh, join you. It turned out because the the dental appointment that I thought I had this morning had in fact been changed. I just hadn't been notified. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear So I had a it's lovely be...
0: trip to town <laughs>
1: Oh no Look that that is lovely I suppose Look it's your first time on this pod As a solo artist You were on a couple of years back uh, With uh, a public house forum Back when we were allowed to gather in public Although we are kind of now. So I do want to find out a bit more about you The Cathy Wilcox uh, mm. Which we'll do in a minute But this week Canberra's been crazy. It's just been weird. Crikey decided just to have a whole feature calling mm. Scott Morrison a liar. Uh, Melbourne's in yep. lockdown again. Sunrise had a go at the health minister, Greg Rhymes with, this morning. Like Sunrise did fact-checking. Yeah. I thought it was all yeah, a bit full-on this week. It was. It was, you
0: know, a kind of a a big week and, and I, I feel that nice sort of, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore in the air, don't you? Um, I was feeling that already a week or so before when there were things happening in the Middle East and people were saying things about them that they normally don't – they normally stop themselves from saying because they can't bear the blowback that they'll get. Well, and,
1: a- <coughs> War crime <coughs> and things like that, yeah.
0: And um, and and now with this um, – and, and uh, perhaps – um we will be assisted or will have been assisted by the um by the the u k uh ex cabinet minister of boris Johnson's coming out and saying we were fucking incompetent we've stuffed this up, and boris johnson is is you know neither neither myself nor Boris Johnson are qualified for the job we're doing, and i'm just just oh. hoping i'm hoping that there is somebody. In in um in the present government, who is brave enough, generous enough to commit harakiri like that, to, like go down in flames and and take the uh, take the government with him uh, with with him or her
1: um him or her. Well, that would be much
0: that's... more normal for it to be a her, wouldn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it always the <sighs> the girl who takes the in teams. this
1: government in particular, yes, the yeah. Morrison government is not uh, renowned for its uh, uh, giving the girls like a go, shall we say. <laughs> yeah. We we will we'll, we'll get to that, I'm sure. You seem cheerful. Though I was going to say, with all of this craziness, how do you keep sane? You are sounding remarkably sane and, in fact, happy.
0: Oh well, that's just a, that's just an impression people get because I whistle <laughs> a bit. Because <laughs> no, sometimes sometimes I just need I need my solitude. Um, mm-hmm. I need to sort of chew things over in my own head for a while. I was I was very grim this time last week because of the aforementioned con- controversial topic that um, that uh, that we discussed where you coughed. Um, because of that topic, I was doing an awful lot of thinking. Because one has to be very careful to weigh up what one's saying and you know not be wrong, and then one is accused of being wrong anyway, so then one has to weigh up are they right in saying I'm wrong or is it just you know is it just them um and so so I sort of sometimes have to churn through things in my own mind and 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 thrash the argument out for myself until I can come away going no i am I'm, I'm confident at where we you know what I did or or else or I own whatever mistake I might have made but it's not something that that I think um you know is it is an end to me sort of thing so so I do um I do think about the stuff that I do after the fact as well and I do, I, I, I like to be I, I like it. to be at peace with it if you like, if you know what I mean
1: yeah, yeah, which must be really hard with the aforementioned uh, rambunctiousness in the Middle East and and other such things. Or so we should say, I've I've been told by people uh, who are you know of a more Asian origin that we should say West Asia rather than the Middle East, because the Middle East is is from a very European perspective, Far East and Middle East.
0: <gasps> <laughs> I'm, you know, I know I'll come around to it. If the, if that's what we have to say, I'll come around to it. But every so often, don't you feel like when you're being corrected that, you know, we no longer talk about things in this way. We no longer talk about the third world. What we talk about is the global north or the global south. And then you go, okay, all right, note to self, next time I'm saying something. Uh, um, Yeah, okay, but no, Besides, besides that, whatever we have been referring to as the, Middle East has, is, is always a a flashpoint, um, Mm. for, for, you know, polarized argument and, and, um, and bringing, bringing the loonies out of the cupboard to, um, (laughs) to, to school you in your, in, in your, um, incorrect thinking
1: well i did see that uh, the abc had received equal numbers of complaints that its coverage was either too pro israel or too pro palestine uh, and then a few percent were people just pointing out uh, factual errors which fair enough you know oh, you yeah. said this but that that was not that day or whatever you know which are which are minor things so yeah. i I'm not necessarily a fan of the idea that if both sides are complaining about you, you've got it right. It could be that you've got it very, very wrong. That
0: is um, – that's that's true because I think an awful lot of harm is done by – or at least, um, I don't know, it fires a lot of um, crazy rhetoric, the idea, and, and, and I think there are cartoonists who have – succumb to this view still if I, yes. if I dare say without mentioning any yes. names that the no no, no. I, th- start, I think
1: everyone listening to this podcast knows the sort as of cartoon. Soon as you that start justifying
0: to. if you as soon as you start justifying the negative blowback on your work by saying ha-ha, that just proves that I'm right um, oh. that is <laughs> that, <laughs> I think that's a dangerous path <laughs> to go down a dangerous bubble of self-belief that <laughs> is only going at some point to come crashing down or, you know, to mix a metaphor or to be nastily <coughs> pierced. Mm. <laughs>
1: so what's the level of your hate mail these days? Or It's not really hate mail these days, is it? It's it's hate tweets, hate Facebook well, comments.
0: The, um, the, the level of my hate mail or hate tweets or hate comments actually like don't want to keep on talking about last week because we were going to talk about this week um, mm. but it was that last week puts everything else into a different into a different perspective yes. because that's possibly another reason why I can be sitting here jolly as ever because of this week's fucked upness because it's less <laughs> less um like it it's, it screws around with my mind less than last week's fucked upness, so so I feel <laughs> I feel relatively detached from this week's fucked upness, even though it's depressing how fucked up our politics and our leadership and our democracy and so forth um, can can appear to be. Um, but no, the level of hate mail is it, it partly possibly because. Oh, that Wilcox, watch out, she'll just block you if you say anything critical of her. Yes, I will. I will block you, especially if what you say is nasty. I don't I just don't invite nasty people into my house and I don't keep nasty people on my on my Twitter feed. And if it's nasty but like, you know, it's only just that one time that they're ever gonna do it and they don't they don't do it for a living, then I'll probably just leave you lying there in your own juice but if if it's if you make um make it your life's work to go around being nasty and throwing nasty around the place and and I just have come into your range for a moment I'm just going to remove myself from your range and what's more you don't get the privilege of looking at my stuff for free thank you very much you can go and buy the freaking paper and send me a letter <laughs> So that's how I feel about, about nasty. So, so having, having blocked off a lot of like, you know, if you've been watching um, Twitter this week, um, I have been in, in, um, engaged in a different kind of a, of a troll war and that has been with the troll ants that infested my my scanner at home.
1: I saw um, that. It's, it's I And I will post a link to the photo uh, as people know links <laughs> links to everything we talk about visually. Right. Uh, will be will <laughs> yeah. be on the website. Your scanner is infested with ants.
0: Well, yes. It, well, it was, but um, but brilliantly. In spite of the lack of help from the, I mean, they tried. Actually, I have to say the the um, Canon uh, tech person that I phoned and you know told about this and they were they were very interested to know but I said look there was a Twitter person who suggested putting a warm lamp on it and you know keeping it under the lamp for a while and um and that the ants will be uncomfortable because my because I did already have the have the thought that the the main thing I need to do is find out how to annoy the ants out of my scanner because I couldn't <laughs> I didn't want to I couldn't open up the scanner but if they got in there they had to be able to get themselves out so all I had to do was make it inhospitable for them.
1: I am now I I I am now just very quickly, um, Googling how to annoy ants. Yeah. And. <laughs> Oh, I mean, other people, there we go. Uh, there we are. There are actually suggestions on the line.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I followed. Most that of which
1: seem to be clean your house.
0: Well, that <laughs> is possibly, that could be something to do with it because when I put the, the seemingly empty scanner back and had it there for a day, by the time I came back to the room in the evening, there, the, there was the little tri- trail of ants which would be new ants um, or at least ones that had not gone out in the previous lot because I'd taken them outside. Um, a bunch more ants were marching to go back in to the uh, scanner. So I realised that a bigger – see, this is, why it, this is why it ties in with trolls. It's like, yeah, having to stop all the little gaps through which they come. And so oh, yeah. as well as doing a big clean of surface and and putting repellent there so i figured that putting you know cute pictures of my of my fluffy dog for example on twitter is a way to repel the sorts of people who might otherwise think to come and in, engage in, in nasty um nasty argument with me because they look at the dog and they go oh well you know <laughs> they can't be all that bad <laughs> or else they'll oh, go, oh, how oh. revolting. I can't bear people who put fluffy dogs on their, on their Twitter.
1: So there you go. I do want to find out more about what sort of dog it is, but I will say one of my habits, but it clearly is just one of those angry people whose sole reason for being on Twitter is just to go around and shout at people they don't like. Yeah. Um, I, ask, I, I just I just don't address their argument at all. I just no. ask them whether they'd like a cuddle. Or maybe a biscuit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, no, 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 no. And then they'll come back, oh, 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 whatever. And I said, no, 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 no. Look, you you do seem a little little worked up. Perhaps if I just, you know, put my arm around you and hold you closer. And this, this you know, I don't make it too erotic. I don't turn it into some, you know, weird sex thing, but more a little, I suppose, paternal, oh, come on. You know, you'll be yeah, you'll yeah. be okay. Let let me just let me just get you a biscuit. You prefer a biscuit? I'll get you a blanky. Yes, yeah.
0: yes. No, I think that's and um, they, I think that's go a away why, on their know. own
1: accord. Then.
0: Well, I was doing that actually with the um with those helpful um phone call um phone callers that um that call you because you have it. You know, they're going to fix your um your Telstra fix your
1: computer. Oh, fix, oh, your, fix computer? your Telstra. Fix your fix your you Microsoft have a tel- yeah. problem
0: with you. Yeah, and um. <laughs> And I had a series of them one day. Who, when I would, you know, I generally, if I have nothing better to do with my time, I'll start annoying them, and um, and asking them questions. And so, uh, you know, as well as doubting that 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 the name is that the is the name they say they uh, have because they're always giving an Anglo name and not sounding as Anglo as they name themselves so then I say where, do you, where are you calling from and they'll often say they're calling from Sydney from the office in Sydney and they'll cite what sort of lovely weather it is and then they'll and I say oh we in Sydney and then they go well I'm in in North Sydney I'm in and they give a, a slightly mispronounced um you know I'm in Mount ST North Sydney because it's Mount Street or or Berry uh-huh. Street or I can't remember whatever uh-huh. and they're in one of those streets and so at that point I, I say, Well that's amazing because that's just around the corner from where I work. So we could have coffee. Let's have coffee. <laughs> so I was <laughs> So I was doing my darndest to get these people to say to agree to come and have coffee with me and that funnily enough was the point at which they bailed.
1: <laughs> uh, the things we have to do to amuse ourselves.
0: It's it's it's, you know, it's petty, it's small, it's reprehensible and I'm sure that there are plenty of people who, who would think it's not an admirable thing to do but, you know, you know it's... Oh, I'm not an admirable uh, person, what do you want? <laughs> oh, I've just,
1: I've just been saying on Twitter that you're a nice person and we should be nice, but you are a cartoonist. Yeah. How did that happen?
0: How did that happen? Uh, it is weird because other people, like, really, really want to be a cartoonist. And, um, and sometimes they don't get to be, but they really, really want to be. And I I don't remember enunciating that I really wanted to be a cartoonist, but I really always loved cartoons. And mm-hmm. I blame my dad because, because, bless him, he used to read me the comics in bed on a Sunday morning, you know, the, 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 the comic supplement in the Sun Herald. I'd go and get a, you know, my mum possibly would have, got up by then or something, but I'd get in there and he'd read me peanuts and all the other, you know, comics before I could read. And and I loved it. And it was just do it describe describe by describing a lot of the time. He wouldn't always wouldn't always necessarily read out the speech bubbles exactly. But I loved that. And I always looked for the drawings in the paper. And I always looked for the cartoon then the you know, was it the the Benier or the Patrick Cook or whatever in the in the newspaper that that came home with him and my dad always Hatcher. in his work clothes, oh. Oh. my dad in his work clothes always smelt of newspaper because he would he would come home um, with uh, with whatever, whatever the evening newspaper was in his briefcase and he would have been reading that in the train and so he sort of smelled a combination of, of man sweat and newspaper. So I can, I can think of that. I can, you know, it evokes, just talking about it, it evokes that, that smell to me straight away. But I'd always go to look in that newspaper for whatever that night's car- cartoon was. But when it was, you know, without then going, yes, that's where I want to go and, and drawing a direct line, I drew. I always liked to draw. I, I did art at school. I um, kind of had a, a last-minute moment of, of clarity on on filling in the form where, where we had to decide what courses to do at school after school I mean um, where I thought well I do like drawing more than anything so put that down as you know first choice and one, you know a course that that involves art um, and pursued that but but my second, third, and fourth choices would have been equally satisfying in that they were either psychology or, or literature or, um, or, you know, communications journalism and stuff. So, so any of those things probably would have been quite, quite all right as well. But I just had um, the good fortune to be, oh, look, in so many ways, like I, I feel like my professional life is, is is the result of so many stars kind of being aligned, uh, well aligned at, at a particular time because I'm the third child in a family where my sister was, you know, there was focus on her and, uh, and she had to conform. And then I had a brother and there was focus on him because he had to be a breadwinner because my parents were very conservative and, of course, son, you know, you'll grow up and, you know, you'll need to be able to keep a, keep a woman in the manner to which she's been accustomed and all that sort of thing.
1: Oh, oh, I see. And
0: so nobody was really looking at me because, you know, thanks to their, their sort of traditional and sexist view of, of, of the world, they were kind of ex- just assuming that, okay, well, I was, you know, I was clever and I could draw and all that sort of thing, and that's a hobby in a girl's life, of course. Mm,
1: mm. Had
0: it been, had I been, my, had it been my brother who could draw, they would have been talking him out of that and telling him no, he had to go and get a proper job. But nobody was telling me I had to get a proper job because, of course, I'd marry somebody who'd keep me in the in the manor and everything. In my little mind, I already had worked out that that I was not going to wait to be married to be kept. You know, in <laughs> in the manner. And by sixteen, I had announced to my mother that if ever I have a kid, I'm going to be able to bring that kid up on my own because I'd already seen friends of theirs, you know, split up and wives with no other life but being a mother, um, you know, with nothing to fall back on and stuff. So I was already, I already <laughs> kind of had my picture of of how I'd be both independent and and pursue the thing that I love doing. And and they just, I just, I just think they took their eye off me <laughs> sufficiently for it, for it to be. That will let you through to the to keeper, is surprised. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and even when I was sitting on a, psych, a psychiatrist, no, psychologist's um, couch years ago, when I had my own, um, you know, midlife breakdown thing, um, as creative people tend to do when they've had small children and, <laughs> And suddenly not allowed to spend as much time being being creative and in their own mind because they're keeping children alive and trying to, you know, be a good mother. Um, but uh, but at one point this this psychologist said to me, How is it that your professional life seems to be so clear? You've been so clear in that, and yet you've got these other things that you know that that this you know, these other existential issues going on and all that sort of thing. And I just sort of said I guess it's the one thing my parents never got to interfere with, and that's um, so. For that, I am truly grateful that they didn't think to stop me doing any of this. Whereas in everything else, they would have tried to have at least an opinion to tell me that I was that I shouldn't, that I mustn't, that I ought not to, blah 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 blah. Um, so that's there's that, and the other another part of the beautiful timing in my in my professional life. I did sort of, bit of do a bit of a leap between studying graphic design and then ending up being a cartoonist the main thing is that I I thought a newspaper that newspaper that newspaper I know that's where I kind of want to be I'm sure I could fit in there somewhere there's illustrations there's cartoons and all the rest of it I just could fit right in there I just slot myself in there so that's what my my little instinct um, led me to but the other sweet part of timing as far as I'm concerned um is that I am just I'm um, at the period of time after which it was not uh, unusual no after which it was unusual for, for a woman to do this job. I had the role model of, of Jenny Coops who drew for the National Times and The Sun Herald and she in fact gave me my first break in the Sun Herald through a, through a happy coincidence of me serving her as a customer in David Jones when in my, my student <laughs> employment. She bought a hat from me.
1: Oh, it's not quite it's not quite the being the barista going on to your Broadway role, but it is it is sort of like that.
0: It it is. Honestly, I you know I, I am the luckiest person. I know that I'm you know I'm a person of immensely good fortune. I would not go and buy a lottery ticket because I, my good fortune is in is in my life. I've just been, you know, I am I'm privileged in <laughs> in the way we, you uh-huh. know, in the laden way we talk about, I am, you know, I'm from a wealthy upper middle class North Shore family. Um, so I had. All so why didn't charities. you run for the
1: Liberal Party?
0: Because <laughs> you could have been I a could, local MP. Because I could tell from when I was small. Um. When things were not fair, and I never liked lying, I was appalled ah. by people lying, and I still am appalled by people lying. And um, and, and um, yeah, so so I just I always I could already tell that it was unfair that we had things that other people didn't have, and that my parents, for example, could argue and justify, I mean, I, I couldn't argue that with them when I was very small, but by the time I was sort of late teenager, I could see that their arguments were, were very circular and self-serving as to why we deserve the nice things we had whereas other people didn't and all that sort of thing. And, I, you know, kind of I went out into the world to meet the sorts of people that they would uh, warn me about or, 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 or prejudge for me. Um, to try and kind of verify whether, in fact, what they said was true or not, and largely found out that a lot of what they said wasn't. So it was like, you know, going over the going over th- the forbidden wall. Don't go beyond there, girly, because that's, you know, there's a big old nasty world out there, and it's best that you don't go there. And so, as soon as soon as you told that to me, I wanted to go over that wall and find out <laughs> find out for myself what what it what what it was. And you know, I found I found the world very much more interesting it was harder to come back like uh, like I now live not that far from where my where I grew up you know a few suburbs away but it was really hard to ever come back to that because I was afraid that you know stepping close to that zone would suddenly suck me back into that vortex and it took and it took um you know learning about myself to to know that um that I'm I'm okay. Okay, no matter where, <laughs> no matter where I live, I'm me.
1: So you haven't always lived there. That you implied there that there's been a gap when you were living not on Sydney's leafy North Shore.
0: I I couldn't wait to get out of Sydney's leafy North Shore at the end of um, at the end of uh, study. At the end of well, I I left um, home after two years of study and you know moved out of home. Um,
1: Back, back when had- students could actually afford to do that sort of back thing. Back about- when
0: students <laughs> could afford to move out of home, yeah. And that was the best thing best thing ever. Um, I was, oh, wasn't you know, it? Nine- <laughs> that was I was 19 and I moved to a house that was just up the road from, from art college so I could just get out and roll down the hill in the, in the morning and, you know, not spend any time commuting. And, and um, <laughs> you know, the, the cask wine and the and the late nights and, the, and all that sort of thing, the, you know.
1: Uh, that was yeah.
0: fascinating. Um, weren't and they then, the
1: days
0: Oh weren't they the days and um, and I've been very um, uh, sure to sort of to insist that my kids at least attempt to, to to do a bit of that before they before they kind of get comfortable like you know go and go and live out and and have to make sure that you can that you can scrape up the rent and and also live with people that you don't know that well. Because by doing that, you kind of get to find out about who you are and all that sort of thing. You know, I made great friends. It's another area where I'm really lucky, you know, one of the the, the, the last in the house that I first moved into. She's one of my great, great all-time friends. Then at the end of um, end of uh, college, I went to live in France for a few years in Paris, um, which was, you know, based on a, on a tiny, tiny fantasy of, of – you know, I didn't know what I was going to there, but that was a thing that I de- determined that I, that I ought to do to make myself a, a proper grown up and um and it was bloody hard but I also made fantastic friendships there which endure till till now and um How's your French? Uh, et c'est parfait si tu veux je peux eh, eh. parler uh, <laughs> uh. my 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 French Hello, is Mark Humphreys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have to go. uh my oh, France, uh, un, un petit, un petit pas, um, I, I, ha- I have a little bit of high school French stuck in the back well, of my head.
0: Well, I am, I am, I have even been known as somewhat of a potty mouth in France oh, yeah. <laughs> so, in, in French because because I did learn much of my French from this woman who is a very very dear friend of mine, and and she was. She was, you know, a, a, a smart woman who, you know, a very literate woman who also could use the, the very best of slang. And then another time we went back to France when my kids were, were young. We went and, and stayed in a little town down the southwest near Bordeaux, a very little town. And, and then I had encounter with the, sort of being a parent with children interacting with other children and other parents and teachers and so forth. And I found how the how these these two sets of the language I spoke the, or the language I spoke and the language they spoke didn't perfectly dovetail because my use of slang was somewhat more sophisticated than you're meant to use around small children a lot of the time. So and yeah. occasionally have these teachers <laughs> just kind of touching at me and saying, We don't say that around children, okay? <laughs> I was like, but when you're a foreigner, you hear the, you know, you learn the, the term and it works. <laughs> it carries meaning, and but you don't have necessarily know all the baggage that comes with it. More <laughs> like a, that's right, a a smoking <laughs> throaty, throaty voiced uh, barfly sort of thing. <laughs> but, oh dear. Um, yeah. Hmm. How do we get there so uh, yeah how, that was how did we get getting, there
1: I don't, I that don't, was I don't getting away
0: that was getting away <laughs> from the leafy North Shore because yes because I had to get away from the leafy North Shore uh, because because I couldn't stand the fact that the first things that people wanted to know about you in Sydney at that stage were you know what school did you go to and where did you live because all those things you know defined you and I did not want to be Defined. So, so I had to go as far away and be as anonymous as possible um, so I could sort of be whoever I wanted to be. And, um, yeah, it was a good thing to do. I'm glad I did it.
1: I think we should all do that. But right now we're going to take a brief break for the housekeeping. Next episode of this podcast, or at least of the Autumn series, uh, will be with satirist Mark Humphreys. We're recording on the 11th of June, so if you... I uh, want to get in your trigger words or conversation topic, uh, get them to me by 10am uh, on that day. That's Friday the 11th of June, 10am uh, Eastern uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time. We've also got space archaeologist Dr Alice Gorman, aka Dr Space Junk, coming up. Uh, that'll be in June. It'll be the one after that. I'm not sure when we're recording yet because she has some space archaeology news to chat about, which hasn't happened yet, uh, so uh, stay tuned for that, and also just just send in uh, your things, if you owed them. Now, you should know how this works by now, but there are, of course, new people all the time, so I hope you don't mind if I explain. As you know, and as new people are now going to find out, this podcast is, of course, made possible by you, the generous listener. It's free to listen to, but... Uh, contributions are welcome. For this episode, I particularly want to say thank you to Chrissy M, Jim Campbell, Katrina Zetti, and Nick Andrew, and I just realised they've actually uh, thrown in tips to the tip jar for the 8pm quiz rather than the 9pm edict, but it all goes into the same pot, i.e. to me. Uh, So thank you to Chrissy, Jim, Katrina, and Nick. Uh, And for this and the next two episodes, it's, of course, thank you to all the people who contributed to the 9pm More Autumn Series 2021 crowdfunding campaign. You're all listed uh, on the website, of course. Uh, I will be thanking you individually as uh, those with credits for trigger words, conversation topics, uh, uh, you know, happen. Um, I probably should uh, tell you more about those, but I will next time. Uh, What I will say, though... If you have a trigger word that you'd like to throw in or if you've got a credit for one, don't overthink it. Uh, you know, random words thrown into the conversation uh, can be fun and, and there are a couple of people have said, look, I can't, I can't think of trigger words, so when you draw us out of the uh, glass jar of transparency, um, just pick a random word. And, and see where the conversation goes, and you'll hear a, a bit of that soon. Anyway, if you want to get involved in all of that, go to the 9 pmediccom slash tip, the 9 pmediccom slash tip. Everything is explained there, uh, and if you don't want to get involved in that, just just tell your friends about the podcast. Speaking of trigger words, Cathy Wilcox, uh, we have a few for you. Here we go. Uh-huh. And this one's specific. There's some from the uh, glass jar of transparency, which are random ones that people have thrown in for whichever guests come in. But one oh, yeah. specifically for you from uh, regular contributor You It, who's a chap over in Western Australia. Mm-hmm. Autumn, as in the season, autumn what does that trigger in your mind?
0: Um, hay fever, it triggers largely. Oh. I, I love the autumn. I love, I love the autumn for this season in terms of, um, I, I like clothes still. I have, um, I have maintained that um, um, the hangover, if you like, from, from having grown up on the leafy North Shore and <laughs> with a mother who likes shopping so i like my clothes and uh and i like the fact that in autumn you can wear some more of them than in summer ah
1: why aren't you in melbourne then
0: oh uh, yeah well um but i also like being happy so so therefore
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i never found happiness in melbourne but um but you get you get lovely sparkly sunshine and um and light and And colder nights, I like that too. I can sleep better Mm -hmm. in colder nights. Uh, A a woman after a certain age um, doesn't enjoy the hot night very much, Um, you know. And, um, yeah, longer nights, all the rest of it. No, autumn, I'm a big fan of autumn except for the hay fever. The hay fever is bad, but the lack of humidity is good.
1: Now, is your hay fever getting worse as you get older? Because mine is. I goes. thought I never used to get it. Maybe it's because I'm yeah. now in the mountains and it's full of wildflowers. The Banksy is blooming at the moment and all of that. I don't well, know. Well,
0: I did I did once think that it was all about, you know, dust. Well, I went to a to an allergy specialist and I thought it was all about dust mites and all the rest of it and, you know, madly changed the stuff, that you know, the cover for the mattress and this, that and the other. And when she started to say, well, of course, you know, you're going to have to vacuum the house every day and I just went, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> that is not sorry, gonna happen. Sorry, what? What? <laughs> I had a I had a cousin whose <laughs> whose mother did that too. She's like there was somebody had asthma in the family, and and she just would that that would be her the proof of what a good mother what she was. That's how the cousin framed it to me was that she would she would thoroughly vacuum the house every day so that they wouldn't suffer from their their allergies. And I just kind of went. Well, that's no kind of life, is it? I just I hate vacuuming, and um, and I probably do live with a certain amount of dust. And I do know that it is it, that the dust from one day to the to the next is not going to make my hay fever different. But the change of air, when it turns uh-huh. from being a mild day to suddenly a a cool, you know southerly wind day, or goes from dry to moist, or something like that, that is the thing that will trigger my hay fever. Therefore, I don't think. Any amount of vacuuming of the house is going to fix that. Thank
1: goodness. I suspect that vacuuming the house every day is why their kids have horrible allergies and and asthma and all of those things. Because how are they be. going to prime their immune system unless Could they're out be. there eating that's dirt? Oh right. well, yeah. I mean,
0: well, and I was and I was not breastfed. Still, that's the. That's another thing. Well, too. I mean, I hadn't no. had
1: that question. It just jot in, and not
0: <laughs> breastfed.
1: Okay. I, it's a lot. Uh,
0: since <laughs> anyone asked me, actually, but <laughs> well, yes, it
1: hadn't occurred to me. But thank, thank you for volunteering that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but then you know, my my kids get hay fever as well, and even though they were breastfed, so so that also isn't um isn't a, doesn't explain a whole lot.
1: We're had your uh, COVID jab yet?
0: My COVID jab will be, just a second, let me pull up the calendar. I am getting oh. jabbed uh, on Tuesday next week, Wednesday next week.
1: There we go. Ex- um, excellent. Look, I, 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 I don't want it. to judge the age of a lady because that leads you down uh, very, very dangerous pathways. Yeah. But,
0: but I, I'm, I'm kind 50.
1: of a super... Yeah, all right. I'm <laughs> kind of assuming for the moment that you like me are up um, in the Yastrze Seneca okay. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> um, <laughs> ditto. Um, Refer
0: uh, previous did. comments about a lady of a certain age getting getting hot and sweaty at night. Um, well, yeah. Well, uh, yes. It's it,
1: it, it's sort of a gentleman thing too, but not not to the same extent. Uh, hmm. and, and of no, course, I uh, would have
0: had my I would have had my first COVID jab by now, except that I suddenly had to get. My flu jab first oh, yeah. because because next week I won't be able to go and visit my um, my mum in aged care uh, unless I've had my flu vax. So I had to do that and therefore oh. squeeze, squeeze in two Has two that always been a thing that, with the flu vax? No, it's only just come in and they only announced oh, okay. it sort of about a week and a half ago. So I suddenly had to switch around my appointments. It's a terribly interesting. Thing, right. You
1: know? and, and so we're both in where we're waiting for – you know, supplies to come through, and it's like I don't know. I, I mean, I I do refer to your uh, cartoon the other day of uh, the two the two people sitting at the bus stop. One with uh, "I'm not getting vaccinated until I can have a vax." The vaccination I prefer. And the other yes. saying, "Fair enough." And which COVID variant would you prefer? It's like, yes. Do you want the strawberry lime vaccine? Do you want the one with the little frills at the edges? Would
0: you, you know, just well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just get yep. it. No, if you want the if you want the that's right, the, the definition of privilege there. It's it's thinking that you have a choice about everything. And and then turning oh. those turning those choices into rights. And I think that's something we do very, very readily oh. and very well in this country. And uh so it was I think and but it's probably a letter to the editor or something that um that uh
1: that, so triggered that. That. Well, that triggered and I do, that. One I don't use the someone... word "triggered." The word "triggered" is very triggering too. But it you know, is. But, created. <laughs> yeah, that. yes. I mean, it is. It is sad that the word "triggered" means irritated now, when in fact, in that psychological sense, obviously, triggering experiences are. You know, please don't show me images like that because it reminds me of this traumatic post-traumatic stress causing event in my life, et cetera. Whereas now it yeah. just seems to be triggered by something means mildly irritated by it. Well Or just caused, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um and I would say that I depend very heavily on on some sort of a triggering mechanism in my head because I you know, because I work on thinking laterally and And laterally, as you know, something, some little domino falls over and hits a little, another domino that's in a different row somewhere else. And, and, you know, sends me down a thought path that I didn't initially start on. So, so that's the thing of, you know, and not everything ends up being a cartoon, of course, but, but many things (laughs) do because, because something, you know, something prompts me to think of a, you know, it prompts, it gives me a visual image or, or or you know, make some connection which which wasn't there before. So I'm I'm open to triggers, thanks. <laughs> Not traumatic ones, but. <laughs>
1: I was going to say it's the irritation that leads to the pearls, right? Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and that that's the role of a cartoonist, of a satirist, and, and I should just plug again. Yes, next up is uh Mark Humphreys on the eleventh of this uh, on the eleventh of June. Uh oh. friend of the pod. You were on with Mark Humphreys like when you were I on was. last time, wasn't it? I was, Before, that was a but. when he was only mildly famous instead of being mega famous. <sighs> I know.
0: And 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 how how gorgeous I got to sit next to him and I and oh. i I think I adopted him at that moment, and um, and uh, you know, I've had many a many a happy, happy meeting with him across, you know, bumping into each other in in the ABC or or oh, in yes. the street or places that we, you know, things that we've coincided. on. He's uh, a lovely yes. human being. He is a lovely human being. As are he you, is. of course.
1: Uh, anyway, thank you, Yoo David, for your suggestion of autumn, uh, which led That's us astray.
0: Yep, yep, David. It's you It's a very
1: <laughs> JWOP you I mean this is Dutch oh, obviously. You, is very obviously youp, Dutch. JWP yes. and then De-Vit, yes. De yes. Wit. D E. Yes. W I T. I should know, is it yeah. Wit or vit? I don't know and he's too polite to correct me.
0: Yeah. But he but sends very, money. So lovely. But it sounds it sounds just a little bit like scratching your fingernails on on that sort of lumpy plastic, doesn't it? Yep,
1: well, as I say anyway. Yeah, I know, I
0: know. corduroy <laughs> trousers, walking along in oh, corduroy trousers. That's what it is.
1: Just, just to age myself, when I was at university, I had a pair of bottle green corduroy flares.
0: Oh, nice, nice.
1: Oh, I'd be well, paying a fortune for them now, but that was just like. That was just normal back in the day.
0: Well, one of the meanest um, um, things that uh, that a, a cartoonist or uh, illustrator colleague of mine once said—he wasn't a particularly nice fellow, anyway—and I don't think he particularly liked me—but he said I was I was wearing at the time a pair of wait for it mm, tan corduroy pants um, right. that possibly so possibly tended a little bit too towards that the slack they were a tan slack they were not they were like but they were corduroy okay. anyway he made some remark in whereby he said i resembled a geography teacher in these pants
1: Ooh. and uh <laughs> oh <laughs> uh,
0: i got to say i i i couldn't wear them again i just could never wear them again and i can never i can see I can see that corduroy pants can be lovely and they can be really, you know, they're nice and cosy for winter, but I can't bring myself to buy, to wear corduroy pants anymore after that. That that is fierce.
1: Were they a a loose fit or a slightly too tight fit? Oh,
0: they were. They had a little bit of a, a little bit of a pleat. They were loose-ish, I guess, but they were not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I this know. is
1: what? this is all my subtle way of trying to work out exactly your age by fashion marking. Not that I know oh, anything right. about this.
0: Do you want to know my age? Still, I, I mean, no, I can tell no, you
1: my age, no. but no,
0: that would just spoil the. That would spoil the mystery for the listeners I don't want who might be fantasizing about me. Oh no, oh, heaven for heaven. Yeah, yeah uh, we want the, <laughs> they, We want to maintain want to the
1: frisson, me. the you know, the whole exactly the number. I d- no, of course, I don't My want to Jewish know. Charm. <laughs> <laughs> In spite of the, uh, look, the, the what, what is wonderful hair. at this point is that we yeah. have addressed precisely none of the news items or audio grabs that I have prepared oh, uh, for no. us to talk about, and uh, do we, we don't have, have much do time we... left. No, no, oh God, no, no. We don't have to do that. Do you have to grab that? Uh, no, no. It's
0: just a message. Oh, good. Okay. Good. All right. I'll, I'll be going that out on Sunday. Yep. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Ah, oh, hey, doggy, doggy. Hey. Hi. hi.
0: She's
1: been sleeping. What's hi. doggy, doggy's name? Tilly. Hello, Tilly. Tilly. Hello, oh, Tilly. Tilly. Can you see me, Tilly? Like, you Tilly. can, but you really care. don't care, do you? I don't Tilly get. is a what's what's that?
0: She's a schnoodle. She's
1: mini schnauzer with poodle. Mini schnauzer with poodle. Do you how how she has the eyelashes. She has the ah,
0: eyelashes. Yeah. Yes, the Disney yeah. Girl eyelashes.
1: Yeah. Is she yappy sometimes?
0: Um she she can be caused to bark. Yes, she can uh, bark. Okay. Do you want her to bark? Would you like her to bark? What's
1: that? Oh hang on, you've got headphones on. She can't hear me. Oh
0: yeah, no, that's <laughs> true. But she did seem to. Can you put headphones If you say the word if you say yeah, okay, here we go. Uh, if I say, Titty, where's the pushy cat? Where's the pushy cat? Where? Where's the pushy cat? <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're it. Hey. fast.
1: Hey. Yes, Yay! Uh, audio she... production magic. <laughs> you can tell I worked in live radio for nearly a decade. Okay, that's me. enough. Come um, on now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sit down
1: <laughs> i shouldn't so, yeah, have done it. i'm one of those horrible people like if i'm walking down the street and one of those really annoying little yappy dogs starts barking at me i bark back and arc Absolutely. Oh,
0: arc i, I bark back,
1: back and then barking. it triggers this chain reaction of dogs across the suburb barking yeah. and whoever's <laughs> walking with me wants to kind of like sink yeah. into the footpath and yeah, not no, be
0: no. seen. Uh, I, I'm the I'm the crazy dog lady of, of my suburb. Um
1: because oh, you know, okay. I'm
0: always I'm always out walking the dog, you know, morning, afternoon, night, whenever. Well, I've and, seen that, and so, yeah. So so so, so um <laughs> so I sort of see everyone and know and know everyone around the place. And I especially know all the dogs and I know the dog's names, not the people's names and um and Tilly barks People. at most everybody. Yeah. And uh yeah, so so yes. Of course I and Tilly and I can have a good barking match between each other at times too. We can we can rev Excellent. each other right up. Okay, you're gonna show me that clip.
1: So, oh yes, we, we have talked about none of the things uh, that we'd planned on talking about, which uh, is typical. We've had a lot of fun here. But I do want to play one, and you haven't heard this, Cathy, so this will be interesting. Uh, this is Senator Jenny McAllister, a Labor Senator, in Senate Estimates the other day. Now, she's asking about, you know, that uh, $600 million for uh, a gas-fired power station in the Upper Hunter Valley in New South Wales – Uh, Here is uh, Senator Jenny McAllister with what what I think is a perfectly reasonable question.
0: All right, thanks, Mr Hanlon. Um, Can you confirm that this 600 million was in the budget uh, as a decision taken, but not yet announced? And if not, where can I identify this expenditure in the budget? Just give me a moment, please, Senator.
1: Sorry, Senator Sean Sullivan, Deputy Secretary. Um, uh, we'll have to basically get that and get back to you as soon as possible as to where that where that is inside the budget papers. You yeah. are kidding me! I played the whole two minutes there because just to experience it, just how long it is. Because that 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 page turning thing. The the, the the functionaries, or should I say senior public servants, sitting at the mm-hmm. desk, flipping pages, like, they know it's not in there. They've got to know it's not in there because they prepared yeah. this budget document. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 10 points for pissing away two whole minutes of, of estimates when they could have been asked a second difficult question. It, it, Is this the art of... Is this the art of estimates? Is that if you if you don't have an answer, at least burn off a couple of more minutes of not being able to answer it.
0: It's um, it's the it's the way of of now, isn't it? It's the way of politics now. Just make it as first of all as as kind of unappealing as as possible to the to the ordinary person, so that so that nobody would be interested enough to sit there and watch it. Mm. Like listening to Question Time in Parliament. I mean, I know that there are wacky politics junkies who who love to listen to that stuff, but really, mm-hmm. I actually find it find it wearing and unpleasant to listen to people just shouting at each other and being rude to each other and disingenuous and and you know and dishonest. Um, and then and their <laughs> estimates. you're a political you, and
1: cartoonist, least, right? Yeah.
0: And I'm a political cartoonist, and there instead of, instead of estimates, you know, at least somebody will show you the clip that had the salient point, so you don't don't have to watch it all yourself. That's I leave up that up to the poor suckers at Guardian and, and in the you know in the, um, the press gallery and so forth. I just I just I just take the uh, <laughs> take the little frothy bits off the top, um, but uh, you know that it's it is it is effectively just getting away with stuff isn't it constantly it's getting away with stuff by by being too boring to be accountable so you'll just eventually just get tired and not want to play the game anymore and go oh what the hell you know you just like the way that um and it's, it's only the 600 that, uh,
1: million dollars
0: the, it's only 600 yeah and 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 the um and the public will have moved on just like with the inquiries, just like with Gatchen's inquiries, inquiry into who knew what when. I walked around the house when I was trying to think about that cartoon yesterday just kind of going, who knew what when, who knew what when, who knew what when, and and thinking how they've just turned that into such a, a, a meaningless thing by, by stretching it out, dragging it out and making it be, um, you know, was waiting till everybody's forgotten what that was about, so that they it doesn't matter if they have an answer.
1: You're right. No one cares uh, if you just bore them to death, and it's all like that that great yes minister line or yes prime minister line. You don't, you know, <laughs> you know, you you organise the inquiry to say what you want. It doesn't matter about the facts. It doesn't yeah,
0: matter. and it's and it's not the news either that the you know the the greater public sees or hears is it you yeah. know if I, I, I i'm not a big watcher of tv news and so i only mostly come across oh, it if I'm, vis- yeah. if I'm visiting my dad or something like that and he's got the tv on and he, he doesn't hear well so the volumes turned up loud and so and he watches a whole suite of them. He'll watch the SBS and the ABC and the Channel 7 or, you know, who knows what. Um, and so you, you're hearing the same stories over and over again, framed in, in similar ways, but nobody is saying, can you believe it, that this, you know, that this politician or that this, you know, public servant was behaving in such a, an evasive and, <laughs> And a dishonest way, and and we're refusing to, be you know, blah blah blah. You know, it just it never gets kind of reported as such. They, but it's just what they do. But it doesn't make the sexy story.
1: And even then, no, of course the the story is Scott Morrison's wearing high vis and <laughs> sitting in the cockpit of a bit of a excuse uh, me of a truck. And even <laughs> and even oh, I'm sitting gonna in do do the get-
0: cockpit. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm going to do my line no matter how many times it takes, Cathy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And even then, the story that runs is going to be Scott Morrison in his high-vis sitting in the cockpit of an aircraft with his thumbs up like he's the boy who's got the plum from the pie and the folks at home go, oh, he looks a bit of a goose. Anyway, who won the footy? Yeah. I don't know whether that line was worth all that effort, really. Um, we are running out of time, <laughs> Cathy. We were, we could sit here and chat all night. We could probably pour large gins and chat through till the morning, mm. which we mm. won't do on this occasion. Have you got a happy story for this week to end on, or should we just go, nah, fuck it, it's the oh, weekend? A happy story? Oh, geez, bringing
0: that on me. Oof. Sorry. Oh ah, well, for the... For the um like do you want a news story, a happy news story?
1: Ah, anything, Uh, anything to cheer us up after this this clusterfuck. As if you just as an aside to folks at home, if you're ever in a situation where you want to say clustered fuck, but your editor won't let you, you can get away with saying custard duck.
0: A custard duck. It's a complete (laughs) custard custard
1: duck. duck. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think. My son and I Exchange quite a lot of uh, of stories with, I mean, t- texts with each other when there's funny things happening. <laughs> um, but uh, as, as no, story with my daughter, no. How about no, we I plug your book in instead? Oh, what book would you will we plug? Um,
1: oh, <laughs> oh, there, there there are a few books. What's the most recent one?
0: Most recent one, oh, well. Uh, is that
1: an A to Z of adolescence?
0: Yes, that was about a year and a bit ago with with my neighbour with... and friend Sarah McDonald.
1: Well, that's the one um, that's on your Twitter header, so I figured.
0: That's right. I haven't changed that. So, yeah, that is still in the shop. That is the and most recent still... one,
1: an A to Z of adolescence. I see. The previous one was so you're having a teenager. So I, I can, no, I can that, see a. That's so, the same oh, that's, book. The, tagline, that's yeah, the tagline. That's the tagline
0: for that. It's a long title on that book.
1: Oh, it's so you're having a teenager and a to dead of Adolescents from argumentative to zits. That's it.
0: That's it. Because we were found that we would go for walks, my neighbor Sarah and I, and we'd walk our dogs together, and um, and we had children. At varying stages of of life, of adolescence or post adolescence, and um and and many issues would come up that we would think, wow, you know, how do you know how to deal with that? Gee, we could, you know, it'd be really handy to have a book that would tell you about that stuff. And so we went ahead and made it. We made the book, and some people have said that it's been helpful for them. In at least, it doesn't solve all the problems, and it doesn't solve all the big problems of adolescence because adolescents are, are poor, anxious, and 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 um. And uh, fragile things, um, mm-hmm. but it uh, it was cer- certainly something that that some people felt uh, helped helped signpost the way a bit.
1: There you go. Excellent. Well, go and buy the book. Uh, go and go and see Kathy Wilcox's cartoons in the uh, Nine Papers. I still have trouble saying that. I want to say Fairfax. I, I want to fudge it with nine I facts. But it is the nine papers. And there, there aren't even nine, are there? I mean, how many are there? This is the papers, I the Sydney Morning Herald yes. and the Melbourne Age. Yes, that's right.
0: The, the papers Both formerly very good known papers. as Fairfax. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, is that all? Is it over now? Do I have yeah,
1: to go? I th- uh, yeah, I think oh. we can all just fuck off now. That's that's. It's Friday. I'm over. Oh, it. I feel you over with,
0: it? I feel I've neglected the listeners. I haven't provided enough incisive commentary on on politics of the day. Are they? Are they well, going well, to be you're left to
1: come back again? Oh, I did. Oh, fuck the listeners. Uh, <laughs> listeners? Oh. <laughs> how,
0: how many? How many of them? It's a lot of fucking. Dozen,
1: there are dozens of them.
0: Okay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and they're going to listen on a on a Saturday night.
1: Well, Saturday or. It'll be on the weekend. Uh, some of them listen to it up to a week later, two weeks later. So we don't have to be that topical. Okay. Just, I mean, it's just it, it's it's just pap for them to put in their ears, really.
0: Chewing
1: the fat. Yeah, I think yeah. we've chewed right. some good fat today, Kathy.
0: Okay, okay. I, I do yeah. tend to over overshare. Um, uh, so I probably, you know, I don't. Don't that's think right. I've given away too much. Too much that's personal
1: about no, me. But, um, no, no, that's fine. No. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we all we all deal with those temperature change things. We all yeah. kind of need to have our solitude at times. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, uh, like I, I have anxiety. You know. Yeah, yeah we'd be. Yeah, yeah, same. We're but there's all a medicated. thing we can talk
1: about next time. Yeah, we're all medicated. Yeah, we we can yeah. talk about that another time. I mean, I mean, in terms of oversharing on this podcast, uh, I once included a recording of me going to the bathroom for an exceedingly long piss with a hangover after a night at the pub beforehand. So, oh
0: wow. Mm, that, that was a very long piss
1: too. <laughs> Cut. That was a Are few we talking- years ago. I can- Are we talking Steve Martin
0: sort of
1: that? Oh, I mean, it it certainly felt like it went longer than it it needed to, but, I mean, it, it <laughs> did need to. Um, uh-huh. Although that was a few years ago and now oh, I dream of being able to piss for that long. This is a gentleman's <laughs> thing. I- right, Okay. We should probably, we should not probably stop. We should definitely stop now, Kathy. Okay, all
0: right. Thank you so
1: much. See you next time. All tomorrow. right, see you. Bye. Bye. Red gone. light's still on, Kathy? She's gone. Red oh, okay. <laughs> do I so?
0: Do I say? No. Do I say I, that I, for okay. You?
1: I I I press stop. Thank God that's over and done with. Oh, that's the edict for now. Uh, that's Cathy Wilcox. She's a cartoonist. You know where to find her. Uh, you know where to find all the stuff here uh, for the podcast too. The9pmedict.com slash tip is a good place to go. Please chuck a few bucks in if you enjoyed this. Next time it's Mark Humphreys. Until then, I'm still wash your hands. The
0: 9pm Edict is a Skank Media production. Sorry.